me see. Can you I hear me? Hello, hello, can, can you hear me? Yeah, I get you. Oh, thank fuck for that. Yes, sir. Fucking hell, wow, that was a fucking ordeal and a half. <laughs> it was an ordeal. <laughs> Yeah, leave the Discord, cool. I already have. Alright, that way it won't echo. Yeah, alright, cool. Get a load of this guy. Technical difficulties only for Granny. What an idiot. Oh, fucking hell. I don't even know what was wrong. The phone was just spazzing out. It happens sometimes. No, it doesn't. It is impossible. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is impossible. All right, I'm ready to start. <laughs> no, it already has started, bro. We're one minute oh. in. Shit, it's like, oh, damn. Are we actually starting now? I thought we were going to cut it, maybe. Or like... Well, we can do or We can leave this in. It's up, we'll see what we want in the end. I think we should leave this in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be funny. Or uh, should we do introductions or should we just get right into it? I feel like we uh, should do some sort of intro. I feel like we definitely should, yeah. All right, well, let's just go around then. Granny, you can start because I don't want to go first. All right, well, my name is, I mean, Granny. whatever name, Granny, yeah. My name, name is Granny. Granny. Yeah, you just call me Granny. Um, <laughs> despite being a Granny, I am very young, which is why you can find me soon. I am on acid right now. Chilling out, vibing, just to set the mood for what this podcast will be like. <laughs> for the for the and Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, that's, yeah, that's who I am. I make amazing songs. and uh, You do. do young, granny on, young Granny on SoundCloud, check it out. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah. No, I guess I'm next. Yeah, well, I'm a call me Noodle, or you can call me Newt. Neither are my real name, and you'll never know my real name. I am... Uh, also young, but I'm not a granny, and I'm slightly more posh than granny. Um, I'm not on acid, sadly. I'm actually quite sober. Wish I had a bit of weed, but I don't. And uh, yeah, I don't really know what to say about myself, to be fair. Um, I also make fire music, but not quite as fire as young granny. Yeah, and I don't have a SoundCloud to plug yet, but it will come. But yeah, and we're both vibing with vibes. Yeah, yeah, what's. what's... I'm better vibes. I make music. I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. I'm also, I'm also sober, sadly, but you know, we got to do adult things out here. So, yeah, nearly did M. <laughs> nearly nearly yeah. did some MD. Decided against it. Well, think about it. We, we don't actually, we don't actually have any starting topics for this. So, uh, I don't know if we'll have. Well, actually, I have a pretty pissed off about. But I actually want to say we do then one of us. Oh, I got I got a per- well actually no. Y'all come up with one because I don't I already said one Granny pissed off about something. Right. Go. So let's see. This is gonna be quite controversial to start off and so we want to controversial. Go, go. Controversy is what we love. I don't say that. Anyway, yeah, uh, so I was talking to autistic people. Um, <laughs> As you did. Well, see, I have Asperger's diagnosed, actually, so I am, Asperger. I am 
dedicated. I am good to know what this is like. And I was talking to them, and I was like, yo, like, they, their issue was they couldn't touch paper, like, sensory. Like, they couldn't oh, touch yeah. paper. Bruh. Like, and I was, you know, right, it's kind of fucking <laughs> dumb. But, no, piss me off. Right, well, piss touch me the off. paper. Partially that. <laughs> Go on. I was partially saying touch the paper, touch it now, but not really. Basically, what I was no, it's a, even in context. Um, what I said was like you can, you know, over time you can learn to like be fine with the touch of paper because people with autism have like sensory issues sometimes, which means they can't touch mm. things and shit. And I was like, after if you just like subject it well enough, like if you just like get yourself used to it, like eventually it's gonna you're gonna be able to put paper and you're gonna be fine. Mm. Because it, even though like you have these like people give people crutches, um, people give people crutches, like in schools and stuff. If they have like a disability, that's like, oh, you can't do this thing because of this disability. They'll like you know, we'll give you a typewriter so you don't have to touch paper. And it's like probably do that. They can yeah, they can give computers or whatever that's needed. More iPads in these days than computers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Point is, and what I said was like, if uh, if you especially if you want to like be desirable at jobs, right? Because like jobs, mm-hmm. they're not going to look at that higher paying job. But that's not even the point. The point is, like you on your own, you want to be able to have the ability to touch literal fucking paper. So like you, you can teach yourself to be able to touch it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 I can't. I've tried. That's like, I can't do it. It's like, you trust me, you can. Like, you you might have to push yourself a bit, and it might take like a, a lot of time, but like, you can get used to these sensory things. Mm-hmm. And listen, they had the fucking goal to tell me I'm being fucking ableist. Being disabledist? I mean, they call it be disabledist because I'm not being. Is racist towards abled people. If anything, it's disabled people, but not the mm. point. I'm not being ableist. Um, yeah, you're not being offensive. I'm trying not to be. Oh, God, this podcast going to get cancelled so fast. <laughs> if anything, like that is the least ableist thing I can say. Like You can do something. Yeah, like, that's the opposite of ableist, surely. Yeah. And someone, someone brought up the idea of, oh, go stick your hand in a pot of boiling water then. First of all, paper, boiling water, different things. But I'll take you on that idea, right? That Buddhist, there was a Buddhist monk who lost himself in gasoline and set himself on fire. And he sat there until he fucking died in that fire. There's pictures of it, I think. In 1957, or 1954. There's your proof people can get used to extremely. Uh, I just have to interject. Vibes. <laughs> there is a lot of background noise coming from you. It compresses Granny's vo- voice when you speak, say it. It's, it's, not a, it's not a massive issue, but I feel like we, I should bring it up now so it's not all the way through the podcast. Is that better? Uh, yeah. I don't know. You could hear your typing and your chair leaning and just some random background noise, but... The point it's is, a minor. the point yeah, is, I'm trying to, to back to the autists. The point is, I'm trying to tell people like you can, you can do way more than you fucking know you can do. And people like think right. I'm like being ableist. Like I don't, oh, you don't understand. They can't do it. Like no, I do understand. It's got fucking diagnosed, bro. Look at my medical record. 
I do fucking understand that did shit mainly, right? Yeah. This is how I figured it out, right? So I was like, I the reason I had this dedication was because I didn't want to accept it at first. So I was like, I don't want to accept this. So whenever any I had any sense sensory issues or whatever when I was younger, I just fucking I was I just got through it. I fucking mm-hmm. forced myself so I didn't have to admit <laughs> that I that I had an issue. Yeah. I was like, no. And then I got used to this shit. And over time, all those issues. I got used to them. It was difficult and it was a pain in the fucking ass at times. But it, <laughs> I did it, which proves that you can do it. Like, you right. really can. And people just don't want to believe they can't. It pisses me off. It's because of the whole dynamic, like, the, um, like you know, that surrounds, like, I know I made a joke about cancel culture, but surrounds, like, people like the people getting cancelled on Twitter and stuff. It all kind of falls in the same category. Like, people love to get offended. And it's like the way the world is right now. It's like people will, uh, it's, people will jump on that bandwagon so quickly before actually thinking about the reality of the situation. It's 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 like a subconscious decision almost. Because it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like people will be so quick to to do what they did. I mean, obviously it's difficult for them to touch paper, even though it, it sounds quite funny to say, but obviously it's a real issue. But as you say, it can be solved people would yeah. much rather especially in this day and age but i imagine it's been around forever but especially now like they'd much rather take the route of like the high ground moral high ground and get that a little probably the little dopamine hit that it's not even... know, no you're being a, you're being ableist or whatever you're you know you don't understand i understand better than you i am and it is basically it's... i am above you it's that it's is not the even just that, because the thing is with it i don't even think they're doing it like I don't even think they got bad intentions. I think they genuinely think they can't do it. Because the thing is, psychologists and all these like people that I talked to when I was younger mm-hmm. would tell me, like, you can't you you won't be able to do this thing, you won't be able to do this thing, so we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this. And I was like, no, I don't wanna do that. Um because I didn't want to look <laughs> different, right? Because I was already bullied. So I just yeah. didn't want to look different. So I was already insecure, and that insecurity had the strength to actually like fucking fix shit. It's crazy how you can take a ne- it's crazy you can take a negative like that of like like not wanting to admit something that you have and you know your insecurities and you know you could you got that out of it so that's kind of mad yeah and so i fucking so i fucking did all this and i actually got over this shit and i'm people don't think they can't because they get told that you know you won't be able to do this you won't be able to do this and then even worse even fucking worse which pissed me off even more they'll be like oh if you have trouble with it we'll give you this thing so you know, it makes it a bit easier, and yeah. Like, no, like that maybe was... if you maybe help them get used to that thing once they've been, maybe help them to get used to that thing. But don't just fucking say, "Oh, he's like, you know, here, take this." Don't try and solve it. We won't pay. For, we won't pay for anything to help you try and get over it, or anything. We won't tell you to. We'll actually just encourage it. And it's just they think they can't do it because they've been told they can't. And exactly. one thing I realized in psychedelics was like. We have the luxuries of a society right now, right? But like, we can't, we shouldn't rely on the luxuries we have in society. We need to learn. You need to learn to be able to sustain for yourself like a lot of things yeah. in certain aspects. Because you got to, it's a built into us. You got to have that individuality. And if not, you're dependent on the state or the government or something like that. Like you are, you're dependent on stuff like that. The point is, you're dependent on someone. And if yeah, that someone yeah. turns out to not be there at some point, then what do you do then? And if that someone like turns to, out to, uh... like, one second, but I'm sorry. But, like, if that person, you know, point is, they can't fucking 
keep like using this crutch and shit. Because Jobs won't like it, and Jobs can't say it outright. Obviously, well, the, the Jobs, yeah, because they yeah, have Jobs to accept people it. to an they extent, to. but they will find ways around it. That's a corporation exactly. with anything. <sighs> it's not going to be a. No, it's not Sorry, that's this has been a very long run. I'll let you know. No, no, it's, go a, it's a great way to get it rolling. I would like to chime into this because yesterday Hell. I was having a conversation about ADHD and various of other mental illnesses. And I said on the server, I was like, I don't believe in medicine. I think it's just holding people to dependence and addiction. And people were like, oh, you just haven't found the right medicine for you. But I refuse to be a sheep who just goes to get medicine every day so, when I can get up every day. And like, medicine, do you mean like ADHD and shit like that? Like, like Yeah, for written. ADHD and stuff, when I can actually fix it, I can naturally fix this every day. Mm. I can go challenge my ADHD. I can go exactly. I, I'm it's challenging. Awkward. I can go challenge myself every day, versus go to a therapist who gets paid to listen to me for an hour and just, just tells me, "Oh, just take this medicine." Well, this is the problem you with a lot. They... Of... Sorry, I was gone. Go, go. But do you see where I'm going with that? Like, that's yeah, the yeah. problem in society. We get so used to like, oh, I'll just use this pill as a crutch. Exactly. I'm not saying you can't take exactly psychedelics. You can't take Molly. You can't do this. You can't do that. But if you're using it as a crutch, that's when it's a problem in my opinion. Exactly. And this kind of applies for anything, really, whether you've got a crutch, as you say, with like Molly or, you know, Cat Coke, whatever the, whatever the fuck, compared to like a crutch with Ritalin or antidepressants, SRIs, you know, the list goes on. But that is, it, it's the, it holds the same truth. It's like both are just as bad. And kind of the main problem, I think, that we have in the world today which you kind of touched on just then it's like when you go to a psychologist or a therapist obviously there are ones that are good out there and do it properly but i feel like there's a big majority that will just give you pills and medication that should be used strongly alongside actual therapy so that you make progress because at the end of the day these things just take away the symptoms they don't fix the cause of the problem do you get me so by taking that and just doing that it just kind of numbs you and it's like i've you know i'm sure you both do as well but i know people who have been on you know strong antidepressants sris adhd medication etc etc and the i don't know if i know one of them that's actually had the proper therapy and like support alongside that to actually you know get the full potential of what those medications are for because they're not supposed to be used just as a numbing agent they're supposed to be used a tool alongside the actual therapy and I went, psychology and progression. I went Sorry. to school because um, I got kicked out of mainstream school. Same. And I went to a school with people that had a lot of issues. A lot of people, a lot of, a lot of depressants. Not many of them were in therapy. And it's a big problem. Then you just, like, what's the difference between someone taking antidepressants still and doing Xanax that they got off the street daily? The only difference is that. The fucking medication they're getting isn't core. Like, yeah. And in the eyes of the law, that is acceptable. And yeah, yeah. sure, it's, as you it's, say, it's, it's less risky than being cut. Like, you shouldn't be dependent on drugs for yeah, your you like for your baseline existence, especially. Like, it's one thing to be addicted to a party drug that you want to like get really, you know. And you're, if you don't, you're feeling down. But if you're doing something that, if you don't have it, will literally inhibit your daily life. Like, mm. that's not good. Like, that's really no. not. 
And it's what? so funny how the dynamic between having that where it's like you take this crutch and it really, like, you know, you can't live without it. It's so different from illegal drugs to legal drugs. Like, legal <laughs> drugs, that is normal. Illegal drugs, you are seen as an addict, an outcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, so, so mad how the dynamic is different for the exact same problem. Go on, it is. It is because, you know, like, I would love to go to a therapist's office and they'd be like, so are you addicted to any drugs? Do you take any drugs outside of here? I'd be like, yes, I self-medicate myself with LSD. But if I were to say that, they would look at me and be like, oh, you're a drug addict. We're not giving you any medication here because it's not legal. It's not to our standard, which makes yeah. no the idea sense of- to me or anybody, really. I mean, does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah the idea of legal and illegal drugs is dumb. They, if there's just drugs. Just the idea dumb. of good and bad drugs is dumb. <laughs> like, it really is. Drugs, they're just, they're really just really chemicals. Is. It's um, like, uh, I don't know, who, loads of people have said it that, you know, I look up to, but like, I think it's Hamilton Morris is the main one that comes to mind. But it's, those yeah. chemicals, whether it's heroin, weed, alcohol, SSRI, they're all just, it's just a chemical. It's the relationship that humans have with it and the social social connotations that we put on these drugs that make them what they are. Like in reality, heroin is no different to THC. Those are just both chemicals. It's just the social concept that is surrounding them is what makes them, you know, so so different. You know, what I mean, when well, you think of weed and heroin, you don't think it's the same thing at all. You think, oh my god, heroin—that's terrible. And you think weed, you know, whatever. Especially as go on. It's that interact. It's not. It's like that interaction with the human body that, like, can be categorized it by. You yeah, kind of made a terrible way to describe it. There, but like, I mean, and actually, I you do. I guess no, if you, it's if not someone, because you can use heroin healthily. There are people yes. who Jack, Joe Rogan said it on JRE. He there is he knew a guy or the guy who was with you, a guy, I can't remember what the exact specifics, but who every day at work would go on his break and shoot up heroin and go back to work. Fine, and you can do that. And, you know, you people, the same way that you can try heroin and you can try crack and you can try meth and you cannot get addicted like that for life. You can do anything in moderation. Stuff takes, some stuff that takes more control than others, of course. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that it's any worse than anything yeah, else. It's it not just fair. means that it comes with more, you know what I mean? It comes with more responsibility. Yeah, just, I would like to chime in. Just because, I, yeah, just because I can't control myself with i don't know but i have a hard time control i don't really have a hard time controlling myself in drugs. caffeine i have a really hard time controlling myself with caffeine does that mean i should let every, stop everyone else from taking it they'd fucking hope i don't because they're all addicted to caffeine too and it's just a fucking <laughs> drug it's no different from like you know crack on meth i would i would like to chime into this so my experience at rehab when i went to rehab because i felt like i had a problem with it and i didn't want to possibly have a seizure at my house so i went to rehab and the problem the problem with these these big companies and these rehabs is that they view all drugs as bad like they just view it as like oh if you use drugs well you're you just haven't found a positive way to get through your life or you you used once so that makes you a drug addict it's just like oh don't use drugs ever again just live sober for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. that never works. Like that's like telling that's like telling somebody with a binge eating disorder, you are never gonna binge eat ever again in your life. They are going to binge. Mm-hmm. It's about moderation. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Sometimes I bro, don't I don't get it. That's just sometimes 
And some people can like go on a bender, for example, like you said, some people binge eat, then they just don't. Like, so sometimes I get home and I fucking eat everything in the fucking cupboards. I don't do that every day. I feel that. Um, but fucking, I actually was doing it quite a lot at one point, and then my <laughs> sister got really mad at me. Yeah, I, I go like, in and ask you're eating everything. She's not not twelve, whatever the fuck earlier. Anyway, eleven off. fucking carnettos. Right? Yeah, that was the one. Let me just say, I am, my metabolism is very fast. I need to eat a lot, but not the point. Can confirm. Um, and she's very small, and she doesn't understand why someone as big as me needs to eat that much. But I will. But it did make me say that I was eating a bit too much. Because like I'd, I'd eat my tea, and then I'd like bring like two snacks up with me, and then I. I still do that. I know, but I do that with like every meal. I just bring two snacks with me. To be fair, and periodically throughout the day, I drink some snacks. Yeah, I kind of go through like months of doing that, and then a few months of eating barely anything. Yeah, um, but point is, like, some people binge eat, and then they don't. Some people binge eat, and they keep doing it, and then Mm -hmm. you know that happens. Some people, I like to get ketamine and do it for a week straight. Now I haven't touched it for months. Yep. Other people, they do ketamine, they get it for a week straight. They're like, oh, where's the second week coming, boys? I think this I think this depends on the individual at the end of the day. Of it does. Some people can take a drink of alcohol and go down a rabbit hole of drinking every day. Other right. people they might go on a two day binge, stop, go back to work, live a normal life. It's the individual no not the drug. Not the drug. Yeah, never really go grind. I, I compared caffeine to crack and meth, right? Obviously, let me just say uh, there's obviously differences between crack and meth. And when Newt says, like, heroin and THC are the same thing, like, obviously they're different in how they affect people and they're different in how they're used and some are easier to be addicted to than others. Granted, heroin and THC seem to be quite as addictive as each other, but I won't get into that. Um, That's a very controversial statement. Right, the amount of fucking people I just smoke weed daily, though, and they, they're just like, yep. yeah, and like, I'm just a stoner. Yeah, it's because it's, it's because stoner fits in the like. Imagine an alcoholic should go. Imagine an alcoholic fucking came up to you and you went, "You're drinking too much," and they go, "Yeah, I'm an alcoholic." You'd laugh. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you'd let them do it, and you'd laugh because they're funny. But yeah, no, obviously like, you, you'd be concerned. But... There's differences, but I mean, the point is that there's no good and evil chemicals. It's the you point. Is, yeah. it's, it's a human's reaction with them, which is what makes them what they are, which is what makes heroin so bad. Is the you know the I feel like the potential for that, but the point is that potential can be negated, and the way that we go about dealing with stuff like that in the world at the moment is, in my opinion, not the right way at all. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, we need to. The thing is, people need to be free to do what they want, and this is the most liberal thing I ever say. Right, this is like I am fairly liberal, right, when it comes to looking at a political compass, right? But fuck politics. Um, but this kind of leads into politics, you can't escape it at times. Um, but the uh, what was I saying? Sorry, I'm tripping. liberal, literally liberal, yeah, literally. right? Yeah, the most liberal thing I say, uh, is like people. People say, oh, well, they'll get addicted. And then guess who has to fund the rehab centers when people get addicted? This is my taxpayer money. It's like, yes, that's the point of a community. You let people have their freedoms. And when people need help, we pay, we pay for that because that's exactly. like a community effort. We help each other. And, like, also, and I'm not going to go full communist here because that's, that's too <laughs> ideal. But like, 
we can we help each other like that's the point of a society we band together so we're not as worse off as we are without each other exactly. and to do it just to, to help your individual self like if you're voting for legislations for your own individual business to do good over everyone else fuck you man like if that's not helping everyone else and like it's just harming the majority of people but you like yeah. that's the most selfish fucking thing ever and you need to reevaluate your business tactics if you're trying to be moral yep but the funniest thing is, like, most people sitting in that position are guilty of that. But that's kind of a story for a whole other. They don't time. even. Th- I don't even think they think about it though. I don't even think they realize well, how they've even like. I feel like they've even got it in their own head that it's just. Yeah, well, because it's very easy to justify when you're doing so well for yourself because you know you you feed, you're doing great. You're feeding great. Do you know what I mean? Like, also, like touching on the thing you said of like people be like, oh, it goes my taxpayer money goes to addiction like rehab centers. It's like most people do not choose to get addicted to substances. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. people don't set out and wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I'm going to get addicted to heroin today. I'm going to get addicted to drinking today. It's like, it's a cycle. It, people fall into it and can't get out. And when you can't get well, out, these, those help your fellow the, human, help thy neighbour. Do you know what I mean? That's what that should the be. Idea it's, like is... saying, it's like saying you wouldn't fund the NHS because I don't use it enough. Like, nobody would say that. But some people actually do. Well, of course, some people do, but you know, for the sake like of like quite a lot, <laughs> quite a lot, of very the rich people. The people that can afford private healthcare. The people that want the NHS privatized so they make money. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Um, their their idea is if it's legal, then more people are going to do it. But and I'll say, yeah, okay, more people might do it because it's legal. But, but with the more maybe for like the first generation of you, it's a pain in the ass. Because, you know, people don't understand drugs because they haven't been given proper drug education. So maybe for the first generation or two, it'll be a pain in the ass. After that, once people have been taught how drugs work properly, like how to use them, why they do what they do, the way they do what they do, how to know whether you shouldn't take them. Once, if we give kids that education, teenagers, maybe not kids. Hey, little Timmy, don't talk about heroin. Um, You're a drug head. I mean, I think kids need an idea of what alcohol and stuff is, like, just so they're not, like... I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, a basic sex education class in primary school. Yeah, you? that's what I mean. It's, like, okay. this... It may, it changes the way, you know, stuff works. And, you know, that's for when you're older, because it can affect how you... You know, right now, very bad for your brain. Yeah. And then teenagers, they're doing it anyway. Just give them the education. Uh, exactly. The people heard... are going to take drugs. I never, like said, I never heard one person... One sec, sorry. I never heard one person in school say, I'm, I don't do drugs because they're illegal. <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. I, uh, I wanted to know if y'all can hear this keyboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. I'm glad I interrupted you for that. This is not working. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's because you're not on Discord. <laughs> uh, I love you vibes. Uh, I'm... Well, Bro, I'm tripping out pretty nice I'm, right now. I was literally about to say, how's your trip going? I want to hear about it. Um, well, not much has been going on. I've got, like, Feel Good Ink playing in the background right now. Um, mm. Oh, that's a great song. I was thinking about that earlier. I didn't play it there. Same, I was thinking about it earlier. I'm working on the art piece I'm working well, on. Maybe which, by the way, you guys should check out... You guys should check out my uh, Instagram. Art Psychedelic Shameless plug. It's, it's our podcast, I guess. Yeah. Fuck if you wanted to. Oh yeah. Context. Just to let you know, I am sitting on the roof right now. He is so, sitting on the roof. 
just to just that's to where that's the rooftop. Actually, no, it's, it's the other side. The other side of the ceiling, because that sounded better. Makes it makes it makes it sound like I don't know. Makes it sound like it has some deeper meaning, but it doesn't. It really doesn't. We, we just, just started on a roof. Because <laughs> I asked, yeah, I remember. Because right, let's get the origins in before we forget it for future podcasts. Oh yes, the long right, ago so... origin story of yesterday night. <laughs> yeah, just no, no, we'll forget it. So like, <laughs> what happened was I, I asked, um, what like what other words there is for the roof when we were thinking of better names. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was you. You went yeah, the other side of the ceiling. Yeah, I, mean, I said it as a joke, but after I said it, I was like, wait, that's, that actually has a nice ring. Yeah, you said it, and I was like, I know you said it as a joke, but that's a good name for that. I said, yeah, like, yeah, bro, let's call it that. Yeah, because we were debating, it's like roof talks on the roof. Like, it's like, it just doesn't, it's like, it's all right, but isn't, I don't know, it doesn't have that, that nice, that nice. The other side of the ceiling just has that hit that, like, exactly. certain names do. You know how, like, band names have, like, those, like, really weird names that they just hit, right? Like Pink Floyd. I, I, yeah, what even is a Pink Floyd? I don't know, but it hits right. It does. Pink Floyd hits Fucking nice King Gizzard and the Lizard. What the fuck is that? But it sounds yeah. great on there. What's it? What's the psychedelic porn crumpets or something? That's it's like another thing. Yeah, yeah. Have you not heard it? Yeah, yeah. I think the psychedelic the porn. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the band. It's definitely porn crumpets. <laughs> Give me some good music suggestions. You can't. Um, don't worry. Oh, I want to suggest Tame Impala, but you won't like it. Um, I already listened to Tame Impala. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, shit, let me think. Oh, put on Adio by Tuchami. Vibes told me that song. It's A-D-I-E-U by Tuchami. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, what else have we got to talk about? Uh, the universe. The world. The universe well, is fucking crazy. The universe. Here's about this. This is the question I ask all the time. We're on a podcast, so I want to pose it to anyone who maybe listens to this right so we're in the universe right the universe is a thing and we have a vague idea that it's like i think it's 93 billion light years across and obviously ever expanding so even when i heard that figure it's probably infinitely bigger now but this begs the question right if the universe is expanding what does it expand into because if it expands into something that means there's something across the border of the edge of the universe which is obviously impossible to comprehend but if it doesn't expand into anything that means it's expanding into nothing and simultaneously creating itself which is even more impossible to comprehend but it really like the thing about it is like it's kind of mad to think like this is why I, i've said this to you before granny but this is why I, I i love both psychedelics but i also love like astronomy and shit like that because you love physics and astronomy i love yeah philosophy and thinking yeah, well, we both like the we both like both, but you know those are our yeah. You're more into yeah, yeah. physics and stuff than it's I. Like, with the stuff like that, it's like that stuff seems like it should be something that you see on a DMT experience or like that is in like a realm that you go to, and it just kind of Probably something blows. I've seen on a. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean though? Like, blows your mind. It blows my mind at least. I don't know, I'm sure there's other people, but blows my mind at least that like this is actually what we live in like that is a thing like it's hard to grasp until you really sit down and think like no that's like you hear like you know brian cox or just any anyone talking about when you're fucking on a 3am youtube binge and you're looking at random shit about space and stuff like that like it's kind of hard to really grasp that like that is actually a thing like there is actually brian cox is the best explaining it oh bro i I love love brian cox Cox. i've watched brian cox's jre a few times i really want to go back on 
He has that glow that some scientists just don't have. He just he's really good at explaining it and he just looks like he's just loving every second he gets he to does. talk about it. I like I really, really want to talk I to him. I envy his life. I like I wanna be him. Because he I, loves it. He I, I want to talk to him. Yeah, for real. He's just like Oh, imagine, yeah, he just gets to talk about. It's like um, the kid on the playground that like really <laughs> loves talking about this one specific thing, and then he's now getting to talk to it, talk yeah, about yeah, it yeah. to everyone in the world. Yeah, at school, everyone's like, "Shut up, Brian, bro, no one cares." Now look at him. Now Brian, now Brian's boring. No, yeah, for real. I really Brian was I the could... kid that I was punching it a lot. I'm joking. I was the kid being punched a lot by Brian. Yeah, and also <laughs> I mean, that, that probably would make you closer to a granny. So, essentially, this whole time. I just mute my mic volume every time you guys are talking. <laughs> so oh, I don't hear having you. any background noise. You're, You're a good guy, man. Thank you. This is a good song, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who's tripping right now, um, first of all, why the fuck are you listening to us? I'm so sorry. Um, but... <laughs> what do you mean? Well done for listening to us. Great find. Yeah, great find. Uh, <laughs> um, listen to A-D-I-E-U by... Bro, I was just going to say that, yeah. bro. Bro, I put, this, I put this on everything, right? I was having the worst time on A-Live. Like, for a little bit there, like, I was losing my fucking mind. Like, ego oh. dissolution. I hate yeah, ego you, dissolution. So, what happened say, was... Explain that. Explain your trip. What, what happened was, is me and my, I, I went to my mom, and I'm like, fuck this shit. We were listening to music. I need music. I need music. We put on a do ya. And my mood went from zero to a hundred, and I listened to that for thirty minutes straight and headbang the fuck out of that song. That is the best song ever created. Shout out to Chami. I think his name is Chami. I think the T silent, but the damn, thing I love that's about, like a song, bro. Like Ben, one thing I love about you is when you're on drugs. If you really want to bang out to it like something, or like, you just go to the extremes yeah, yeah. of it. Like, yeah. It's great. I I look. I hope I you'll it. hop back in the podcast when you're like tripping. We need to have a podcast when we're all fucking. Well, you were, he was gonna do MD. Yeah, I was, but I don't think it's a good. I don't think it's a good idea it's, for my yeah, mental no. health right now. If it's not so, a good. If you don't no, think it's exactly. a good idea, if you don't do it. Exactly. I have. I have a bunch of you have a bunch. water. Water, of course. You know, we all about our water. Oh, I love water. That, li- that water is so juice. fucking amazing. Light, yeah, it is life juice. I love calling it when life juice. I think I, I made that up when I was on acid once. Really? It just came Yeah, to I me. think that's how we got Dream. it. Not really? Life I've, juice. I think I've thought of life juice before we met. I know, but did you ever say it? I, I, I assume so. I mean, it's quite a nice thing to say. Did you ever uh, make it a saying, though, that you said constantly? <laughs> no, I, I can't say I did. Well, then you're welcome. No, oh, thank you, bro. I'm, I'm so <laughs> blessed. Granny son. Yeah. Um, Don't it's my fair I'm amazing. <laughs> yes. And PayPal dot me slash uh N E W T T M. That's his PayPal swear down. Yeah, so I don't it's not me. I mean it is me. Yeah, it's not me. All proceedings will go to Granny. My young granny. My psychedelics are crazy. Psychedelics are crazy. Oh, like it's uh, weird how I can see all this stuff in front of me. And it's like it's not technically real. But it looks so like real. It looks like it's there. I'm looking at my wall right now, and I can see a tunnel going down with like these purple and like greenish yellow checkers. Yeah. And like it's not there, but I can see down it. Yeah. Well, 
I'm not. I'm. I'm going to come back to this because this. I can see where this conversation is going, but it'll make for good podcast material. I can see where. Yeah, yeah. But first, vibes. I want to fucking. Can you run us through your ALAD trip, like start to finish? Oh yeah, shit. Oh yeah, I will run. I will run you guys through the trip. Like, so from drop I dropped, to sleep. I oh, yeah, for sure. So when I dropped the ALAD, it was six fifteen on a Saturday, right? I had a ton of anxiety about it. I don't know why. I just I just thought, well. Like, what if this is just, you know, like acid? I got to go back to this headspace, which I love acid. I think it's a great drug. I just think it is very intense. It's a very intense drug. <laughs> it's not something I w- would take every fucking week like I tried doing at first, great. which isn't a good idea to begin with. So I was like, man, I'm just anxious about this shit. So I drop it, right? And the first thing I noticed within 15 minutes is my body heat. I just start heating up and I'm like, this feels like M, like, you know, like a stem, like a real stimulant that heats your body up. And, and I start getting heated. I take off my shirt. I go to my mom. She's like, drink water, get in front of the air conditioner. So I get in front of the air conditioner. And then next thing you know, I'm just starting to pace around my entire house. I have the most energy I've ever experienced on a stem before. So I'm just sitting there walking, 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 walking. Yeah, yeah. And I think at some point I called you. And then this is where it started hitting. Yeah, I, I just got home from work. Heavy, heavy body load that was just so comfortable and euphoria. I've never gotten euphoria on a come up. It was just <laughs> this intense euphoria. I'm sitting there, I'm like, bro, this feels amazing. And you're like, ride the waves, bro. I'm like, I'm riding them all right. And I'm sitting there. And then this is where it gets weird. So an hour later into it, I'm listening to music and things just kind of go south. Um, I want to compare it to what Psych Substance said, which mm. I think this is part of the come up because I think the come up really is like a two hour thing with Alad. No yeah. cap, I think it's at least two hours. I felt like a zombie, I didn't feel happy, sad, fear. I just felt like I wasn't really there, Damn. like mentally. But it wasn't, a, it wasn't like I was like freaking out or anything. It was just like a man, what did you where's... say, what did you say oh, it was God. like? Would you say it's like you've done ketamine, right? Would you say it's like did like that sort of like it's like that without the wonkiness? I feel you. Without the spinning room and like the you know the like yeah the visual marshmallow. It was just like I was dissociated, (laughs) so I was just like, well, I don't want to kill the trip because like I'm not freaking out. There's no reason to kill the trip. Might as well just go through it. Just ride the wave. What was happening in back of my mind? I'm like, oh no, I hope I don't have what Adam had when he experienced this fucking substance. Because what happened to him is he just felt like a zombie the whole time and had no visuals. So this is when I was talking to you and you just kept telling me, ride the waves, bro. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to ride it. I went to go sit on my bed for another, I'd say, 30 minutes. This is two hours and 30 minutes into the experience. I get up. I go in the room. And I'm like, yo, we got to listen to music. I just, I don't know what it is, but nothing's going well. But something's got to go well. Yeah. I guess I kind of manifested it, and as soon as I turn on yeah. the do you, bro, tons of euphoria. I felt <laughs> the music just go through my body, and this is when the visuals really started hitting. So I had a purple tint. Nice. I had shit just waving, like the walls were breathing. You know the normal yeah, yeah. type of acidy visuals, and I just started turning up, and I'm like. Yo, this is definitely could be used as a party drug. Like, no headspace. Like, the headspace was so low 
that I could have a full-on conversation with you and just sound sober, like super sober. Would you say but it's comparable I, to two TV? Very comparable, but bet I feel like it's better. Oh wow! Because on two CB, I feel like I'm zoomed in, but on this stuff, it just feels sober. But you feel like you're rolling. I don't know what it is. You just feel like you're rolling on this ALAT shit. So we're bumping music. <laughs> Everything's going good. And my mom's like, you know what? I want to chill. I want to chill. So this is about three hours into the experiment, or into the experience. So we put on Pink Floyd, and this hey. is where things just get super emotional. So I'm listening there. I'm like, I actually enjoy Pink Floyd for the first time on a Lacerdemite. Because I don't like Pink Floyd on acid. I don't know. It just creeps me out for some reason. And on this, I'm like, oh, this is good. I can just feel it through my body. And I'm like, thank you, Pink Floyd. And I just laid back (laughs) on the couch. And I just hear my mom. She just, like, starts crying. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let her cry because that's what she needs. So I'm sitting there. I'm letting her cry. And then I hug her. And then that's where you came in and you were like, you were like, oh, we love you. You would love you, Melissa. That's my name, my mom's name. Mm-hmm. We love you, Melissa. And my mom's just like, thank you. Thank you. I needed that. And then <laughs> after that, man, we just kind of just party, man. We just play more music. We had great conversations. Nice. Also, I remember laugh, like laughing way too much. Like on this stuff, it's just so funny. <laughs> I don't know if it's the substance itself. But have you guys ever laughed on shrooms before? Oh, yeah. It felt similar to shrooms. Like, everything was just so funny. Like, I would make a sound, and then I'd look at my mom, and then we'd just start busting out laughing. And I'm like, how is that even funny? And we would just keep laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and just... (laughs) I fucking love your mom, bro. Your mom fucking... (laughs) And then about five hours into the experience... I started listening to like UK rap, like you know Skepta and all these nice. crazy UK. No people. patience, shout out. <laughs> so good, and I remember it just started getting very relaxing, and the visuals started to become like super calm. Mm. Like five hours in, because it's supposed to last eight hours, but like five hours in, it just feels like Molly. Wow. Like it's so chill oh, and the euphoria is still there. And like if you're super in shape, like if you're like because I'm trying to get like super in shape, I feel like you could really party to that all night if you had the energy. Wow. Like if you really wanted a kick ass experience, I feel like A Lab would be the perfect thing for music. Imagine uh M with A Lab. <laughs> That's, That's what I, I thought about it. And I thought I think that combo could work as long as the M doesn't overpower the A Lab. Or yeah. Vice versa. yeah, that's what I was, ta- I was talking to Ben. I was like, yeah, yeah that We were talking about that earlier. And oh. like I said, about seven hours, I'm going to finish the experience. So seven hours in, I'm not tripping much anymore. And me and my mom just have the most amazing conversations. I haven't ate all day, so I go whip up the shit on the stove. And when I ate, that is the best shit I have ever ate in my life. Hey. <laughs> like, it felt good. And then basically for the rest of the trip, I just watched a bit. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the regular show in Adventure Time. Oh, I love the regular show. That shit was I'm amazing. Fuck yeah! And the only thing I have a complaint about Alad is it's hard to sleep after, but you kind of just stay up until you I'll can't stay up no more. It's the yeah. stimmy. That's why stimulant. weed helps. Or, man, like I don't like benzos, but 
A-Lad is lit, man. I recommend that. Man, I, I, that. That I mean, because I was fire. kind of, I was kind of like put off A-Lad because um, you mentioned the Psych Substance video because it's like the title of pretty sure of the Psych Substance video is like the ugliest psychedelic question mark yeah, or whatever. I didn't have a good it, time. I watched it and I kind of forgot about it. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. I, I, yeah and, but I mean, after that, I mean, it's, I don't know, I'm not, I mean, I'm really in no real rush to do substances at the moment, but you better know A-Lad's on my list now. Um, I would, like I said, I agree with what he said on the video. I think, in my humble opinion, I think he got that where he said he felt like a zombie. Yeah. I think he got that confused with the come up because I felt like that was just all come up for me. I yeah. felt like a dissociated zombie, but yeah. well, two hours it, in, it just hit. It just yeah. flipped the switch. I well, don't... if you if you get kind of stuck in that state of the zombie feeling, that can obviously that can be what causes a lot of bad trips. Obviously, is like shit from the come up transitioning into the peak do you know what i mean where it's like uh, yeah you keep the anxieties or like feeling like a zombie or whatever but you know that song saved you that is the ladies and gentlemen boys and girls that is the power of music especially on psychedelics very powerful that is, the, it is it is very powerful and i didn't know what i needed until i played chami that yep. shit was just oh yeah. my like, i'm glad you showed me that song that's really awesome I, I really look forward to listening to that when i'm intoxicated next i think I'm it's sorry. perfect on anything 2cb yeah, any maybe any... not shrooms. Uh, I don't really like music on shrooms, but that's just oh, really that's interesting. It, it just sounds so like it sounds like people are whispering on shrooms, but maybe oh. that was just one trip. I might have to do other trips. What shrooms are just they're very intense. They're How very... many shroom trips have you had, vibes? Just one, so uh, it's like one. really hard. It's just really hard to compare that one because I know like yeah. it could probably be fun. Yeah, probably listen to some <laughs> definitely it probably. Do a lot of things on shrooms. I find for me on shrooms, like I was really like, because um, I've had two shroom trips, and they they are a perfect example of how one trip can be totally the flip side of the other. Uh, but on the first trip I had, which is really nice, uh, I found I really like to listen to kind of chill music, and I found this. Um, do you know those like uh, oh, like like binaural beats, whatever hurts, sleep sounds, like shit like that. I found one of those, and it was fucking beautiful. And I I just it was kind of just this looping repeat of this violin with this beautiful back ambience. And it I to this day cannot find it on YouTube, and I really wish I could because it's fucking beautiful. But I just lay in bed kind of after the shrooms were coming down, just listening to that until I fell asleep. And uh, that's sort of the music I prefer for shrooms. Like I. I've never really been in the mood to listen to anything really upbeat on shrooms. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of FKJ. Don't know if you know either of you know him. He's a French artist producer. Oh, he's, I know who FKJ he's really, is. Yeah, he's really good. His music's really nice. Yeah. But yeah, Granny, what's uh, on the topic of shrooms, Granny? Do you want to? Do you want to? Since we're talking about trips as well, do you want to talk about your uh, one slash maybe two gram Cubensis trip? Yeah. One second. My phones are being gay again. <laughs> Also, if anyone on the podcast just to call me homophobic, I'm bisexual and look to dick at least once. <laughs> it was mine. It was. It was. No, it was. <laughs> it was. No. Anyway, <laughs> swiftly moving on. Um, fucking yeah. So my my two tub my two not tub my two grand trip trip that I had. Uh, this is a wild one. Oh fucking hell! Oh that hurt. Um. Yeah, I did two times for a while, but my god, I don't know what I did to my lip. Nothing, right? Not doing this. Uh, so I did a two gum trip for a while back when I, because I was like, I first need to do shrooms, right? Because I wanted to try, try shrooms. 
Wait, that was your like, first room trip? That was my first room trip because I'd never done shrooms <laughs> but I'd only done afterwards. Wait, is that your only shroom trip? That was my um no, I had more after that, but not strong. Ah, I had like I, I took so Sorry, uh, he sold me an eighth, which is three point five grams for anyone who doesn't do drugs. I didn't listen to math. Um he told me three point five grams and I didn't have a scale. Uh, so I halved it. I powdered it and halved it. Um, and yeah, I halved it and I took it, expecting it to be 1.75 grams because there was 3.5 there. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I sent a picture to uh, someone on the Discord. Um, and multiple people said, that looks like five grams in that bag he gave you. So, like four or five grams in the bag he gave me. So it looked like I did two to two point five grams of powdered shrimp, and powdered oh, means it hit faster because it broke because yeah. it was smaller. So it broke we should faster. also preface: Granny is like unbelievably sensitive to psychedelics. This man yeah, is a god, and basically like complete breakthrough off of two tabs, two tabs, two street blotters. Uh, so we preface, preface that. So two point five grams of cubes, even though for some people they'll be like, "Oh, that's that's not that much. That's moderate." It's, for him, that's a heroic dose, probably. For <laughs> I me, mean, that's pretty fucking high. Um, and you, go ahead. So I, so I took the two grams, but I was two point five. You know, who knows? Yeah. Um, and you know, all of a sudden, my FLV started changing. If you know what I mean, like yeah. I don't know how to describe it to anyone wider? who doesn't know what FLV is. It started zooming in and out widen and like, it, it started widening and shortening for anyone who doesn't know what FOV is it's field of view so like my field of view was widening and shortening at times it looked like you know when you have a speed portion on in Minecraft yeah, it, yeah. That. it looked like that at times right. and at other times it looked like a slowness portion on. like yeah. <laughs> um, that's the best way I can describe it it's a good way to describe it um so that was like really weird. And then I was also feeling very, the come up was um, very bipolar. And I, I'm going to use that word, but it, it's, I'm just referencing the fact that it was very, you know, iffy. Like, it, it, you get sensitive like, about very... that. Fuck off. Because you're yeah, not going to survive off. the rest of the uh, podcast. Right. So it started feeling like hell. It felt like I was in hell for like a few, like a, a bit. Then it felt like I'm in heaven, like the best place ever. Mm. Doing, having a great time. And then I was in hell again. And he kept flipping back and forth between heaven and hell. The heaven and hell. Yeah. So, like, the whole come up. Um, how long that lasted? How long does a shroom come up last? I don't know, but for you, it because for you, acid. I imagine that lasted, like, that lasted for a short while. Mm. I'd say a, a long time for me, though. It was, like, half an hour to an hour. Oh, yeah. It just flipped flopping between heaven and hell, which is terrible. <laughs> Um, did by the coin. Yes, I thought they can die by the coin. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah, we haven't explained that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. To that um, and so I was laying in my bed, and I was like, "Wow, these shrimps are hitting way too hard." Like this is not <laughs> what I thought. Like I was told these would be like I expected it to be less intense now, mm. um, which it is not. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Literally, maybe. I mean, even visually for me. Mm. Um, but like 
was tired. tired. <laughs> so yeah. I, uh, I was laying there and I left. I was, like, I was in my head really hard, and I was talking to this entity. I could tell it was feminine. I think it was like a mothering energy, to kind of entity. Mm. Like, and I was like, "Stop it! Like, leave me alone!" Because I could feel like the mushrooms wrapped around my brain. Like they'd grown like a, a what's the what my my college network? Yeah, it, it was like they grew a mycology network that wrapped around my brain, and they had control of my brain. And they were forcing me to look at these things, and then they were going to biodegrade, which is to come down, and then like, oh, and then they're going to like transcend off into the, um, I guess this, cut into a plane of consciousness, like, so they were they're making like a, a fungal network on top of consciousness, like in the, in the um, what's what's it called, the meta like metaphysics, I guess, like, mm. point is. Um, another point that's what they that's what it felt like they were doing I'm not saying that's what they are doing by the way but that's what it felt like yeah they'd be great um, and it was brain. really like they had a grasp of my brain like imagine two like claws like not a sharp but like a tight grip around like what's that your brain and I was like t- and I could sense this like entity and I was like yo was, like stop it please I get it okay I know I'm a terrible person leave me alone okay stop um, and it was like no I'm sorry like I can't like, it had good intentions, and I could tell, because it's like, if you don't go through this, you won't actually learn. Like, you've got to go through this. And I was like, no, please, that's where I learned, but even I knew it was a bit of a lie. Yeah. Um, and, and when they're in your head, probably not a good idea, because, like, you can, you know, <laughs> they're there. Yeah, they kind of know. Um, so, yeah. And the mushrooms were showing me all the shit, and then I closed my eyes, uh, in, a, in an attempt to meditate mm. and left my body. And at this point, like, I was... So I saw, a like, a video player kind of thing materialise, but it was, like, real life mm. as on the video player. Um, and it started playing, but it was like I was there. Like, I was hovering above there as this, mm. like, entity being that was watching this. Mm. And it was a video clip of me... Um, walking home from somewhere, uh, and it it was a video. It was really I didn't like it because I could see my sad profile. And I really oh, do not like my sad profile. I fucking feel you. Yeah, I could see it. Like so, it made me like self self conscious for a few days. I feel that so much. Um, but anyway, yeah. So <laughs> my god, so I saw my sad profile and shit, and then it laid me out like a video game character. So I could see all my flaws and everything that I'd done wrong and all that stuff, like a character sheet. Attribute sheet, yeah. Like like a D&D character sheet. Yeah. Like, just laid out with everything about me. And I was looking at it, and I was like, damn, that guy's a bit of an asshole. I was like, so that guy's me. But it didn't fully connect at the time, because I was B. Like, mm-hmm. I knew it was me, but it didn't connect mm-hmm. fully. I was like, damn, he's a, he's a real asshole. Uh, I should probably do this and this if I am him still. Um... Damn, what an asshole. And then I came back to myself. Like, and I was like, oh shit, that's me. I'm an asshole. Fuck. do all these things. Shit, I'm the asshole. And this was around the time I was abusing acid, right? Uh-huh. Like, I'd just stopped abusing acid and I was going through what I call psychological withdrawals. Uh, where I was basically going into psychosis. Doing it every week. For every week. For like a lot of months. 
<laughs> a lot of twenty twenty. Um and I was like going into like like almost going into psychosis. Like every day, I'd hear voices. I'd think people were like after me mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, I think someone was like behind me, ready to strangle me. Like I once ran home at night because I thought someone was like chasing after me that I just couldn't see. Cause they were like really good at hiding, <laughs> despite me being in a field chased by ninjas. It was a field with nothing in it, and I was like, they're just really good at staying behind my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, go on. Um, this is during and, the time you're abusing acid. Yeah, so I was like really not in a good state. Um, and so I saw this and I was like, damn. And it, let me just say, right, um, this like took me out of that entirely. Like, I know people can say, people say shrooms can like worsen that yeah. type of mind state. Um, but personally, for me, and I'm sure it can, uh, like it, it fully grounded me back in reality. And it did work. Like, I saw a lot of that. And I came back and I was like laying there in my bed. And I was like, damn, I really got to fix all these things about me. Mm. And I was like planning how what I was going to do. And I was like, I got to say sorry to my mom. I got to be nicer to my mom and shit. Um, and I've tried to be nice at moments because I have actually entirely done all of this. That is most of this that it's showed me. Um, fucking, I was laying there and then I closed my eyes to enjoy the visuals like to distract myself and it was showing me these things it's like these egyptians and shit and it, i was like looking at it it was like these pyramids that were like so do you know that like place alex gray has these paintings and shit that's like the place i go to when i close my eyes on shrooms or after. yeah yeah you've mentioned alex gray a lot when we talk about your shroom trips yeah. on shrooms like especially like it's like that like exactly like that mm. um and so I went there, uh, and it, it was just, it was so, like, each, everything I looked at in there had information that, that it uploaded into me, like, every little particle of the inside of there, like, there was no particles in there, but you get what I mean, like, every little tiny bit of it had information um, that it was feeding me, and it was too, it was, like, overwhelming, and I, so I was like, I'm not closing my eyes, I opened my eyes, and I was like, I can't do this. I saw this Egyptian like side scroll. This, there was this Egypt, Egyptian made of um, triangles and he was walking like side scrolling. Mm. And he was staring like right at me. Like right at me. Mm. And no matter where he went, he was just staring right at me. It was a side scrolling <laughs> thing. So he, he has nowhere else to stare because it was like a side scrolling oh, thing. Um, and it, like, freaked me the fuck out. It was like it was staring into my soul and, like, about to, like, give me all these things. And it was giving me a lot of information that I just... Oh, I don't... Oh, my God, man. Do you know what the information was? Um, I, It's not... I can't put it into words. Words don't describe it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a lot of possible lost history in that. Damn. Um, uh... And, yeah, so these... It was just so beautiful and insane that I refused to close my eyes for the whole trip because I was like, this is too intense. Like, I can't look at this. It's too beautiful. It's I, too insane for me to, like, be able to hold with my eyes. My eyes will fucking explode and throw my head yeah. if I look at this because it's yeah. just giving me so much. I mean, just to interject, I haven't had the thing where it's, like, too much information can't handle it, but I've had the feeling where it's, like, I can't close my eyes right now because it's, like, the visuals were, like, I mean, it's when I was kind of new to acid and it was like, I was just on a challenging trip or two, but where it's like, 
uh, I can't close my eyes right now. That's I can't do that. And it, that's a scary thing to be in. Like when you talk about it now, it may not seem it, but being in a state where you like even blinking is kind of like you don't want to do it. That's a scary place to be in. <laughs> That's giving up control of something very, very basic that you don't even really realize you have control over. When it's gone, that is a scary thing. The thing is, as well, like you close your eyes, right, to get away from reality. Can't do that anymore. Exactly. So it's like reality is now your escape. That's that's one thing with psychedelics. It's like you can't close your eyes to escape it. Yeah, exactly. It's It's more intense there. (laughs) Exactly. It'll get even more intense. Like, granted, I will say when I close my eyes and meditate, it's more intense, but I can accept it easier. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that was just too, too intense for me. And then I came down from it. And uh, I was just, I I haven't wanted to touch. I did like one gram broom trips for like every week after that. Don't ask me. Uh, oh. But <laughs> for like two weeks after that. Yeah. Uh, so not, I didn't have enough brooms and trips were too expensive, thankfully. Um, but I, I realized in those two weeks, like if I kept abusing them, they would fuck me up way too much. Yeah, I would never like, abuse shrooms. Like abusing ass is one thing, no, but that's like, a, like those, yeah. but like abusing shrooms, bro. I feel like they would like they would they would send me into psychosis if I abused them. They saved me from yeah. psychosis. I honestly think if it wasn't for shrooms, I'd be in a psych ward or some shit at some point in my life, if not oh, wow. still. Not still, yeah. I'm still in the psych ward. Yeah, no shrooms are um. Shoes are a wild. Shoes are a real wild card because, like, obviously every trip is unpredictable. But for acid, it's like, for me at least, and I, I imagine it goes for other people as well. It's, you, I don't want to call it predictable, but you know what I mean. Like, you can go into a trip and you can kind of have a grasp. You of don't it. have it's to look easier. at what it's going to give you. You there's don't have much, to look at it. There's much less. Un, it feels like there's much less. Like, it's more stable. Is how I describe it. It's less uh, unpredictable. Well, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a simulation. It's, it's like something like you know yeah. everything. It's like, and I'm about to use the bipolar metaphor, don't cry, but it's like, that is, acid, like, shrooms, they kind of have bipolar in a lot of ways. Like they, if they want to fuck you, if they want to switch, they will switch. And, and I've learned that personally. I've had two shroom trips, as I mentioned earlier, and the first one was beautiful. And the second one, I was an idiot. And I did it to myself, but it was the scariest moment of my life. And... Um, and to this day, and much like when you that like you haven't done, have you done you haven't done, have you done stream since you haven't have you? No, fuck no I, I have this. Uh, yeah, I'm like fuck that. I want to though. Yeah, no, I fucking like after that. It's like I have an easy time. Like you, you really went through the honeymoon phase with acid as your first cycle. Heavy. If you've done it with shrooms and abused shit, but I've always like um. Uh, for me, for some reason, I, I I've had my fair share of abusing drugs in the past and doing dumb shit but for psychedelics uh, like acid for the most part that's the one I've done the most right you keep talking I, just... I need to go take a piss alright enjoy bro <laughs> I'm sad you didn't say it was chunky but yeah no for the most part it's like um, I've had a really easy time of it not not abusing psychedelics or acid like, every time I have a trip I, I feel like I'm ready and then I trip and then I go back into that stage of I'm happy and I don't come out of that stage for another few months. Um, I don't know if you're here, Vibes, but I hope you are, because I'm going to have to keep talking on my own. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. What's up? I am here. Um, oh, no, yeah. I feel like... I feel like shrooms... They're not for the faint of heart. Um, yeah. They're not something to fuck around with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're going to drop shrooms, be ready. That's This is the thing, because I... Said. 
shrooms they as i said a minute ago said they're very they're unstable it feels like like i'm sure people will disagree and i have this thought in my mind and it's a theory but it holds true a lot of the time people seem to tend to be like an acid sort of person or a shroom sort of person they will always have one above the other obviously there's people out there who like them both equally or hate them both equally but people seem to get on better with shrooms or they get on better with acid and um but in general i think shrooms overall objectively are like they can be fucking beautiful but my god they can be fucking scary i remember on my first hello i remember on my first shroom trip i was i don't actually remember it and uh, like but i i I assume it was true but it's like um i just kept saying over and over like acid has nothing on this it doesn't no no shit on acid acid is fucking insane but that just proves how much level shroom is like but yeah. just as shrooms are, it can be infinite. Well, I'm sure the acid can be that beautiful, but more like, or well, just fuck you. Shrooms are infinitely more. Way. Yeah, shrooms are just like this beauty. They can also they're be more, really yeah. terrifying. Like, it's because and, they're more like based in reality. Like acid's more in your own head, kind of. Shrooms, shrooms are based in existence. The way I describe so it is acid. The way I describe it is acid is like looking in the simulation from outside the simulation. Mm. And shrooms is like looking at the simulation from inside the simulation. Yeah. <laughs> Existential <laughs> crisis alert. So, like, after it's like you have the hindsight on everything, which means every bad thing you've made is like, oh, it doesn't matter. Does it? But, like, with shrooms, it's like, this is a reality. Like, you fucking hurt people. Like, you, you, you realize yeah, what shrooms, that means. Yeah. Like, like, you realize what hurting someone means. It's like, um, I, yeah, it's like, do you though? It's like, um, but do you understand? They, uh, and then it's like, I'll let you fucking understand how you hurt them, and it'll fucking drill it down in you. It's like, damn, they must have went through a lot. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah they did. And now you're like, gonna feel their you. pain for eternity. And then after it, it's like, it's in the past. Fucking learn now, or I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, it's like a strict teacher at school, but that sound, but they're but it's more, it's like a the shrooms felt like a strict mother, like a strict yeah, but loving mother. Straight but caring mother, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrooms are like, um, fuck, I don't know what I was gonna say. I actually have no idea. I had a thought and it went. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, fuck, what was it? Sounds fine. You said that like that. That's no, fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. I don't even care. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, okay. What was it? I was actually already wanted to make a fucking statement. Shrooms, 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 shrooms. No, I don't know. But another thing about shrooms is fucking shrooms seem to be way fucking better at giving you ego dissolution and ego death. Because personally, for me, I'm kind of, I guess I'm like pretty much the opposite of Granny. I can take five tabs and not have ego dissolution. But shrooms, I, to be fair, I, I can't write. I guess I did take like, I don't know, like, I probably took about three grams of Liberty Caps. Yeah, but Liberty Caps. The point is, five grams of yeah, that was that was the second shroom trip. <laughs> that was not a great time. Uh, don't do that, and don't eat them wet because I, I don't know what the conversion rate is from dry to wet. Like when you dry them, I don't think the there's any comes. difference. Yeah, there is. When you wet weight is much what it's water weight. That's why you weigh them when they're dry. It's, it tastes worse. No, no, I mean, like, I don't, like, I don't know exactly how many shrooms I did equivalent of dry shrooms because I ate oh. about one gram dry and who knows how many grams wet. But I have estimated it somewhere around two point five to three gram mark, or of two dry. to three gram mark of dry. Yeah, 
um, equivalent, yeah, oh but most of which were wet, which, yeah, that wasn't a terrible experience. I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, no, don't eat those wet, because I, I am not one to get nausea. Yeah, you can substance. usually handle stuff. I don't get nausea on substances. Like, I can usually hold my, I'm usually very easily grounded. I had my share of challenging trips, but that the shroom trip was the worst one, but um, yeah, no, don't eat that. I don't usually get nausea. Like People get bad nausea on acid or 2CB as well, or even M. I actually think M abuse is the reason I don't get that anymore because I had such rough come ups. I just never seem to. I usually don't get nausea anywhere. My sister, my older sister, never got um, any nausea when she was in her drug phase, and I just don't really ever get it. I used to get it off MDMA in the early days, I'm pretty sure, but I just had so many fucking unbelievably intense M come ups that I just I stopped getting it. And also, I'm. I'm Some people also, just haven't. I'm also sure. That. I'm also sure that those insanely intense in M come ups because like M, sure people that you know it's a, it's a party drug. It's you know it's not like psychedelics that base off your mood set and saying or M set and saying can make it better, but it, it's going to force you to feel good if you most of the time, unless you have some shitty M that you're dosing too low. Um, but like M come ups, if you take way too much, which I always used to do, uh, that shit gets fucking intense and come up anxiety on m is a real thing yeah i know like it will come it will transition to a nice time most of the time well pretty much all the time 99 percent of the time come up anxiety on m they can be, yeah right and i you think about the doses i was doing you know about the my past with that shit i did 500 milligrams once and that shit was oh no my god yeah, well, i was taking grams but <laughs> With tolerance, thank you, obviously. For people will be like, thank all the people well, in the future come like, oh, you would have died yet. Yeah, fuck you. I took 1.3 well, grams on no tolerance and I didn't die. Plus, I drank half a bottle of brandy. And yes, it he's was. He's not really bragging there. And no, I'm he's not, not bragging. bragging. I, have, I haven't done M since and I don't have any regrets again. Yes, that was a very bad night, an extremely bad night. I had to go and to college the next day. Yeah, I had to go to college the next day and do a fucking maths A level test. Um, which to like to preface, yeah, I couldn't miss. I wanted, wanted to stay home so badly, but I couldn't. So oh, I was hangover and drunk. Uh, fuck, I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> it's results day today, and I don't know if I found oh, it. Come back next episode to find out. No, no. Hello? Hello. Oh. Nate, did you cut out? Did Nate cut out for you? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Shit, I gotta open up. I mean, to be fair, we've been going for like an hour ten. Yeah, we have. I mean, I wanted to touch on something, but huh. it's it's all good. You, uh, if you can leave and join Vaca, so Ben can explain. Wanted to say something to get it off my chest. Really, it was towards uh, Newt. Like, not about Newt, but. I just wanted to talk to dude about it. It's all good. New, I don't know what's happened to your mic, bro. I have no clue. He might have muted it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he can hear us either. Basically, I downloaded Chris to my computer thinking that Chris would basically fucking Chris my microphone on any app, but no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way, apparently. <sighs> Because I, I basically I just turn down my volume on my mic every time you guys talk, so you don't hear my keyboard because I'm making a beat.
Pong tournament, like. That is new. Hello? I have no clue what happened to new. Oh, he texted in the. Did he text in the chat? No, nah, that was me. Right. Well, me and you need to end this off. Uh, well, it was, gonna... it was a great, great little podcast. Yeah. So, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, I don't let me know how I outro this. Thank you for listening to the uh, the other side of the ceiling podcast. If you would like to find more episodes, you can find us on Spotify and Anchor FM, the other side of the scene podcast. I don't know if you have other social medias yet, uh, but if you do, if you're paid, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Arthur Psychedelic Granny. Um, that's about it. Ben, you want to say anything? Um, you know, just stay safe out here, people. I mean, it's a dangerous world. That's all I have to say. All right.